Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash ask reddit where we answer the question, what's your I don't get paid enough for this stuff moment? Our first reply is from from the trailer park. I'm a plumber. The owner of a small mobile home called and said they had a stinky yard. I could smell it when I pulled up. The mobile home was brand new and only been set up for about eight months. While setting it up, someone didn't quite tighten the no-hub band of the toilet in the kids' room. Eight months of flush toilet water was all over the ground under the home and had just started being noticed outside. I told the homeowner to call the guys that set it up to come fix it. I was not crawling under there. And then beneath that, we have a similar story from Chimpicated. I'm a plumber as well. I had to do a job at a hospital, so I told all the staff and had maintenance shut down bathrooms from 6am to 8am so we could do the offsets. We had everything measured, cut, and ready to move in place. The frickin' staff on every floor ignored the signs because we got constant flushes of fresh feces and shredded toilet paper. At one point, I was holding the outlet side of a horizontal piece with my hard hat, while feces literally rolled down my back and into my shirt, down my pants, and my socks were soaked in the waist. It took us a total time of 45 minutes, but we scheduled a two-hour work window just in case. The worst part of this was that they had another bathroom option just down the hall. So inconsiderate. This trade sucks sometimes. OP, even though the Ask Reddit question is technically, what is your I don't get paid enough for this shit moment, I wasn't expecting to get literal answers. Our next reply is from Skivrius. I worked at Circuit City when I was 17. I heard the noise of packaging being opened in the movie section, and I found a guy crouched down cutting open DVD boxes and stealing the discs. He looked at me, held his knife out, and said, Got a problem? I just replied, I don't get paid enough for this stuff, and backed off. I went to the back room of the warehouse area to call a manager and tell him what happened. I never could get a hold of anyone, so I just chilled in the warehouse area for a half hour to decompress. And then the good judge Holden replies, The wise choice. Why get shanked over some effing Megacorp's DVDs? And then Satan Vacation adds, <laughs> Imagine getting killed over Big Mama's house. Our next reply is from Stan Darklord. I was volunteering at a state park. One of the paid park rangers would drive around to the various locations to work. Then she would come check on you throughout the day. This woman tried to drop me off at the bathrooms and told me to clean them. I was like, nope, that's not happening. I'm here to work outside. She told me, You're gonna do whatever I tell you to do, or I won't sign off on your hours. Then I had to explain that not everyone who volunteered to work there was there because they'd been sentenced to community service. Our next reply is from Then Let's Keep Dancing. I'm a public librarian. I was helping someone in the computer room, and I turned to tell someone that he needed to keep his exclamations at the video he was watching down. Just then, the woman I was helping leapt aside because the man I was shushing pissed himself. It ran down the jacket he had tied around his waist, down the chair, and onto the ground. It turns out that he had snuck in alcohol and was totally blackout drunk. I told him he had to leave. He put the piss-covered jacket on and stumbled out. As I returned with gloves and cleaning supplies, another patron decided this was a good time to complain about some kids who were making noise. I took a deep breath and said, This is a good time for us to appeal to our higher selves and do our best in the moment. Please, just adapt for a minute. Then I thought about the student loans I took out for my master's degree as I scrubbed up piss. Our next reply is from Think Anywhere. I worked at a heating and air conditioning company doing bookkeeping. I was being trained by the company's accountant. 
If I made a mistake, the owner would literally scream at me full voice. I overheard him talking to his brother, and his brother had told him not to scream at me. The owner said, you have to tear them down to build them up. I decided I wasn't going to take another day of his screaming after that. Beneath that, we have this story from Cruel Hand Luke. My first job was at a small town grocery store when I was 15 in 1992. The store manager there was without question the best boss I will ever have. He empowered the part-time kids to make decisions in their departments because we knew what was going on. He promoted women to management positions at a higher rate than any other store. At one time, all major departments were managed by women. Meat, produce, grocery, deli, cash. He never had a kid miss prom because of work. On prom nights, all the adults had to cover our shifts. And he never raised his voice to a customer or an employee. And the only thing that you could do to really get fired was to steal. That he took personally. I learned more from working with him than five years of school and countless management training seminars. He also had this knack for giving out lessons and passing. I remember one day he walked up to me and said with a straight face, Luke, promise me that you will never make fun of a man's shoes, okay? And I laughed and said, sure, but why? He replied, because you never know how far he's walked in them to get where he is today. There's something so simple about that that it stuck with me 25 years later. Our next reply is from Historical Foot. I was a grocery store cashier. The customer was angry because her cereal had been rung up wrong. I called a price check, and this lady berated me the whole time. I recall that she accused me of trying to steal from her. She said she was going to get me fired. I looked at her and said, I make $7.25 per hour no matter how much you pay for this cereal. So I don't give a damn how this situation turns out. She stared at me in shock. The price check comes back saying the price scan correctly. Silence. I said, so do you want the cereal or not? She said, yes, and that was that. She did not complain to the manager. And then beneath that, we have a similar story from Candy Blackout. God, I hated grocery store cashier work. I once had a guy called me an effing R-word after pointing his sausage finger in my face when the entire store's power went out. What was he trying to accomplish, you ask? Trying to go through self-checkout with a case of Keystone piss water. I also had someone pee on my line while I was working customer service, and I had a guy try to return a pair of pants that he had violently went number two all over. I had many more than one, I don't get paid enough for this stuff moments. Our next reply is from Frogman. I was bagging groceries in a major supermarket. The manager came over to tell me that I needed to clean up the bathroom. An elderly gentleman had fallen off the toilet while pooping, and it was a literal shit show. Apparently, I was the most qualified because I was 16. I was handed a broom and a dustpan. My reward for going above and beyond the call of duty? $5 in store coupons. Sometimes dreams really do come true. And we have a similar post from Bring Back Vanilla Coke. I had a similar experience while working in a well-known Canadian coffee shop. I worked evenings because I was in high school, so there was no real manager there. They worked 9 to 5 or whatever. One of my coworkers was a middle-aged tryhard who sucked up to management, did all the extra training, and was clearly trying for promotion. Because of this, some people just kind of took orders from him even though he had no real authority and was newer than most of us. Think assistant to the manager type of personality. Anyway, one evening someone comes in and makes a mess all over the bathroom and smears it around the stall. Someone comes to complain, and naturally, Dwight handles it because in his mind, he's the manager. He comes to me and tells me that I need to go clean the bathroom, and I straight up tell him no. 
He tells me that if I don't, he's going to call the manager and let them know. So I tell him to go ahead and do that because I am not cleaning it up. He heads back to the little office and gets on the phone for a few minutes while I go back to working the register. A few minutes later, he comes out of the back with rubber gloves on and a pail of cleaning supplies and heads to the bathroom. There's something satisfying about not having to take any flack because you don't care enough about the job and don't need money to make ends meet. The term for that, which I know because it's my goal to reach in life, is to have F.U. money. Our next reply is from Barflyer Dammit. It was my first day at the health department. I'm left at the reception desk alone while literally everyone else in the office went out to a farewell lunch for the person I was replacing. I was on a 90-day probation, I wasn't yet licensed and badged, and my pay was $7.96 an hour. I'm sitting at reception, and some redneck comes in with a leaking garbage bag and drops it on my desk. It contains a newly beheaded pig's head. The pig had bitten his buddy, and he needed it tested for rabies ASAP. I had no freaking clue what to do with a leaking garbage bag of pig head. He couldn't wait for the others to return, so he left a number and split. Turns out, we don't do that sort of thing at the health department. The guy refused to come back. The guy just dumped that bag on your desk? So rude. How can some people be so pig-headed? Our next reply is from Elsie Brown. I was a manager for a well-known lingerie store. Our location was a failing suburban mall. The store was huge and shaped oddly. There were dressing rooms and odd hidden corners and a few blind spots. The store was located at the end of the mall next to the other stores that no one really went to, so there wasn't much foot traffic. We were also always short-staffed because no one wanted to work out there. All these factors made us a prime location for thieves and weirdos. I would have to do laps around the store due to its layout, and I would regularly come across people doing adult stuff in this one secluded little dressing room. The dressing room was in a sort of alcove and was the least visible spot in the store, so it was prime real estate for all kinds of shenanigans. It ranged from women doing strip teases for men, to catching couples passionately hugging, to catching men passionately hugging themselves. The final straw was catching a man at closing time, passionately hugging himself into a pile of cotton panties with a dressing room door wide open. I couldn't take it anymore and put in my notice the next day. And what was crazy was that corporate always shrugged or laughed it off when I would call and complain that we needed a security guard. I was 21 at the time, and every woman who worked there was between 19 and 30. It was a safety issue, and yet they'd also blame us for all merchandise theft, which we were unable to prevent because there wasn't enough bodies in that gigantic store to prevent it all. At the time, I was dating a guy who also worked in the mall, and he told me that they finally closed up that one dressing room not long after I left. He said that a lot of folks were pissed because apparently that one little dressing room was a well-known open secret spot for hooking up. And then we have a similar reply from Scumbag Lemon. The same thing happened to me, minus the adult stuff. Huge store, barely any employees, high theft. We had no cameras to deter crimes either. So what was corporate solution? Cut hours even more as a punishment to us. Idiots. Our next reply is from a nun common truth. When I was 20, I had three jobs. I worked as a bank teller from 8 to 4, then as a closing shift manager at a coffee shop from 5 to 10, then as an overnight janitor from 11 to 2. I didn't have all three jobs every day, but it was enough that it equated to about 80 hours a week between three jobs. And yes, you can imagine this would lead to burnout real fast. So at the overnight janitor gig, my boss comes over to me and asks me to come to his office for a review. This was weird. All I did was mob floors on a production line that made air train breaks, but whatever. 
I go into his office and he closes the door behind me and pulls out a gay adult magazine and starts asking me about different dicks and puts a hand on my shoulder. I was surprisingly calm and just said that I don't like digs and went back to work. Then it hit me what happened. I called in sick for the rest of the week and picked up my final paycheck when he wasn't there. It was a hard enough job without being sexually harassed for $8.50 an hour. Our next reply is from State of You. I was doing volunteer work and some busybody started bossing me around like they were in charge. A neighborhood association type person. I told them to back the F off. It took a couple of seconds for people to realize that the person barking orders wasn't a boss, but just some butthole who was used to being in control. And then beneath that, we have a similar story from Rico Dredd. My brother did jury service when he was much younger, and an older guy on the jury told everyone that he would take the role of foreman of the jury, as he had experience of making important business decisions. No debate or anything, he just told them that that was what would be happening. When my brother suggested that anyone who wanted to be foreman state their argument for doing so and then let everyone vote, guess who got the least votes and then sulked and argued to the extent that the rest of the jury complained to the court officials and had him removed from the jury. Our next reply is from Architect. I was working in a grocery store one time and as I was checking people out, one lady came up to me and the very first thing out of her mouth was, You're a failure and an embarrassment to humanity. If you were my kid, I'd beat your butt right here, right now. I'd done literally nothing but ask her how she was. Like, what? (laughs) Then her card got declined. Our next reply is from CDC. I worked at Walmart for less than a month in 2009. I scanned a big box fan for a guy and it didn't ring up, so I said, I gotta do a price check on this, I apologize. The guy said, it's $24.99, you effing idiots. I stared at him for a moment, then reached up and turned my little register light off, turned around, walked to my car, and went home. F that. I have to wonder, how long do you think that guy stood at that register just waiting for OP to come back? And then beneath that we have a similar story from Zug. This reminds me of when I worked at a call center for an internet service provider. An irate customer called and tore a young girl to shreds on her second day of work. She escalated the call to me before running off to the bathroom to cry. I start working through the problem with him and he makes a passing comment. So, did that girl jump out the window? (laughs) I said, no, she actually ran into the bathroom to cry. Silence. Oh, I feel terrible. The rest of the call was very awkward. Our next reply is from Eeyore's Prozac. I used to work in a mall music store back when that was a thing. There was a corporate policy to play new music regularly, you know, because that's the freaking thing you're trying to sell. My boss... Every single day she worked would play the entire Madonna album, Ray of Light. It was hours of the same eight effing songs for most of the year until it was either go mad, commit murder, or bail. I bailed. That music franchise went under a little over a year later. I hold Madonna and my old boss responsible. Our next reply is from Foxnet. I have a mildly irrational fear of spiders. I was asked to help clean out an old storage area shed type building. It was covered in dust and a ton of these big black spiders, but I had a big enough space that I felt fine. Until my supervisor handed me a leaf blower and asked me to go through a back hallway with it. I opened the door to the hallway and it was cramped, just tall enough to be a little over my height and just wide enough for me to walk through. Except there was no light, so it was pitch black. Until I held up my phone flashlight and saw the largest mess of tangled webs filled to the absolute brim with thousands of these big black spiders. I straight up refused to walk down that thing, especially with a leaf blower. 
like no things. I don't want to create a spider tornado. My supervisor was irritated with me when I refused to do this, but I would rather be fired than walk through the arachnid hell hallway for 10 bucks an hour. That was our slash ask reddit and if you like this content then be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new reddit podcast episodes every single day.